Hello, everyone, and welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Today, I got my special guest, my brother Hunter. We'll be discussing Sound of Dracula from 1943. So before we get started, why don't you introduce yourself and let the people know who you are? Yeah, as usual, I'm Hunter Scullin, Harrison's little brother. You can find me on Letterboxd at It's a Good Movie, and you can find me on Instagram at Hunts Art OK. Awesome, and those links will be in the description below. So before we get started, uh, this is your first time watching all of these movies. And so before we get discussing about our review, what are your kind of initial thoughts going into watching Son of Dracula? Um, I think in general, I was pretty excited just because, um, I don't know, I've never, I haven't seen a lot of these universal horror movies. And I know they're almost like the backbone of universal. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they really help their popularity and definitely help them grow as a company. So I was hoping, and I think in some cases we've seen some pretty good stuff, but yeah, I was hoping that would mean that it's all pretty quality, but I'm starting to realize that that's not the case. Yeah. Just like with anything, right. The sequel of a sequel of a sequel kind of wears down on quality. Okay. And so with that, let's, kind of talk about the plot itself kind of what are your thoughts on the plot and anything you wanted to mention about it um so i think my my rating on the plot i gave it a two two um i was a little annoyed at first because i thought they were setting up the the wife catherine to be like the main character Mm -hmm. because she's kind of like she's kind of the center of attention for the first half of the movie yeah like the first 30 minutes or so yeah and then it just randomly switches to her husband um oh uh, frank yeah frank and it was like i just kind of surprising like frank he was kind of off on the side for the first part of the movie so by the end we were like caring about frank but i I had initially been sold on catherine that it was going to be her story Mm -hmm. so i was a little confused on why they kind of just they wrote it like that i guess yeah no i i thought that was kind of weird too because um, you know, if you watch the other two movies, the first Dracula and then Daughter of Dracula, like those other ones, they really have nothing to do with each other. I was kind of hoping they'd somehow talk about how he's the son of Dracula. They never really do. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> and also, these are just random characters in the middle of a bayou in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of weird to me, too. The premise was kind of weird. Yeah. The, I think. The only reference they have is someone's like, ah, oh, Alucard, like, yeah, which is Dracula him. backwards. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy's like, this is funny. Alucard is Dracula backwards. And he's like, what's that? And he's like, there was this legend back where I'm from of this vampire named Dracula. Yeah. It probably doesn't mean anything. I don't yeah, know. No, nothing why to worry his about. Alucard. And like, but that was like their connection to like Dracula, of him being his son. They just mentioned that in the past, there was a Dracula. Yeah. No, absolutely. I thought that was stupid too. That yeah. with Alucard, it like says count Alucard on all his stuff. I was like, yeah. Whose idea was that? It just, it kind of just shows though how low quality these ones were. Because like in the first one and second one, these beautiful set pieces, you know, castles and opera houses and all that. But in this one, it's just some random house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of like the mummy one we saw. It's just, some random 
almost mansion you could mm-hmm. call it i don't know a southern house yeah oh the, oh okay i'm remembering now yeah. this is the one with the like weird teleportation kind of like he turns into a mist yeah he turns uh, into a weird uh black smudge yeah for, okay yeah okay so that's what you thought of the plot then yeah yep cool well i gave it a three i only liked it a little bit better not much though but i i agree with a lot of what you were saying because again it's very very loosely connected to all the other ones it's more connected to the idea of the public's perception of dracula not necessarily the bela lugosi movie and i don't i don't know if i like that loose canon or not i kind of like continuity and then again too i i don't know if i like catherine and frank being the characters and then it switches and it was really weird it almost felt like a different movie by the end of it right yeah exactly especially i think something in the plot too is maybe that was a big reveal but um when his wife i guess that's part of the review the reveal so maybe that's a good part of it is like she's a certain way and then all of a sudden she starts doing these crazy things with dracula and Mm -hmm. it's like she's cheating on him and whatever and you're like what the heck is going on like yeah totally out of character for her yeah and at the end she reveals her big plan so like maybe in that sense is the job did a good job the movie did a good job at like making me believe she was a certain way and then turning it on its head in a way that made me mad where i was like this is stupid like i didn't want to keep watching yeah and then in the end they tie it up and i go okay like i get why she was doing that but for a moment i was like kind of annoyed with the movie yeah what'd you think of the ending um so to be totally honest i was very drowsy and (laughs) fell asleep watching this one yes but um but i did see the ending mostly and okay i don't know i thought the whole alucard thing was just silly their standoff was lame oh yeah yeah between frank and alucard Uh uh-huh yeah just lame it was like not very it was kind of anticlimactic and then he just like burns his house so he has nowhere to go to sleep during the day so he's yeah like oh but and then it continues on with uh, catherine and then catherine is burned in her coffin and then frank's all sad i did like that yeah that maybe added to that that's like probably the one drop of horror the movie had was like he had to make the sad decision the extreme decision based off of her extreme decision i guess um to burn her casket while she was sleeping in it um it could certainly have been better i think they should have expanded a little bit more on their dynamic they were certainly the most interesting part of it so let's face it alucard i mean it's awesome seeing him with a mustache and all that was pretty cool but he doesn't really add anything to the story because you really could have done the movie without him it honestly could have just been catherine mm-hmm. being a vampire because you know she's kind of weird and all this because I mean, really, what does Alucard add to the storyline? Not, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah, I'm remembering now. They like go to the, the. Do they go to an opera or something, or the theater or something? Or... I don't know. They introduce him, and he comes and sits with them in the booth. Yeah, and... yeah. But all that adds was they they like go to the house. They're like, this Alucard guy was supposed to come, but he's not here. Let's break into his house. Yeah. And because they did that, they start finding out about Catherine. 
It's kind of it. Yeah. Honestly, it feels a lot like the the daughter of Dracula movie. Now I think about it, because it's a little similar story in that way too, where they the people kind of discover she's a vampire and all of that. So maybe it's just a retelling of that movie. Yeah. Because this came out maybe six or seven years after that one. So I wouldn't be surprised because that's a pretty long gap. But at least they didn't show half of the last movie like the the mommy movie did. Okay, well, those are our thoughts on the plot. Let's talk about the acting. What are your thoughts on the acting? I thought the acting was okay. I gave it a three. I think they all did pretty good. So nothing super out of the ballpark wild to kind of stand out any performances. I didn't really think so. So. Hmm. Okay. I also gave it a three. Um, I, I like the, the idea of Catherine and Frank's relationship, but I do think the actress for Catherine kind of seemed to be hamming it up a little too much. Mm -hmm. Like it was almost a little too much. I didn't like her that much. And then Frank was a really weird actor too. Like he kind of starts going crazy, like the Renfield character mm-hmm. a little bit. And then you think he's going to go to jail and he does go to jail. And I don't know. I, it was a little too weird for me. He seemed he would have been better as a, like a more minor character, not the main character by the end of it. It, it was a yeah. weird dynamic. True. I did like Lon Chaney Jr. as Dracula, but I feel like we could have used more of him. Because he was kind of just walking around. He wasn't very menacing. or There's no, no, like, um, the original Dracula. He brings with him such an, um, like, a feeling. Yeah. And there's all these unique images of him and his face and everything. But this guy was just, like, there. He's like, what's up? He was the... Dracula. I guess he's, like hanging out schmoozing with the higher echelon folk and stuff, but that's all he would. I don't, yeah, he did, well, there was no kind of creepy element to him. Frank shoots him and whatever, and a bullets go through him and stuff, but it's like nothing's going on. Yeah. Did he even have fangs? I don't know. I don't even think he had fangs. Now we think about it. Just a mustache. And honestly, the costume, he kind of just looked like a regular dude. <laughs> he didn't look like a vampire really either. I mean, he kind of had a cape and with the little cuff thing, but he didn't have teeth. He didn't, he didn't really do any vampire things, now I think about it. He, he turned into a cloud, and then he kept setting stuff on fire. Yeah. What was up with that, too? <laughs> he was more of an arsonist than a, yeah. <laughs> than a vampire. He caught a ton of stuff on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering what that was all about, too. And why is it taking place in America? All the other ones take place in Europe. First one is in Transylvania, then England, then Transylvania. Second one's in London. Like, why is this one? Well, in it's America? the same with the mummy too. Do you think there was just this like desire among the people to have these? I don't know. Having monsters at home. Because maybe that was like the thing to do. Because the other, like, there's a couple mummy movies that came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Different parts of America. There's probably more Dracula ones. In a similar idea. A similar vein, yeah. That was just the thing to do with your movies. Well, and I wonder too, because World War II was raging on, that 
it was a lot cheaper to use simple sets than trying to make outlandish castles or stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. there, there could be a lot of things going into it, but yeah, it was okay. All right. Let's talk about directing. Directing. I thought it was fine. I get, I gave it a three. Just kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's it checked all the boxes. It was a lot better compared to like the mummy movie we reviewed. Yeah, the definitely. mummy's tomb or no, the hand of the mummy. No, mummy's tomb. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's what it was called. It, it, the one that <laughs> should have been called the mummy's hand because yeah. he kills people with his hand. Um, yeah, exactly. I I thought it was better than that one. It still kind of felt like a TV movie, or very low production. Yeah, maybe that's more on the cinematography, but. Kind of just kind of setting the camera up and watching people versus trying to set up more interesting shots. And... Yeah. I, I didn't even look up who the director was, but it's very subtle, whatever he did. <laughs> wasn't wasn't terrible though. Like it wasn't like uh like a Joel Schumacher where everybody's just flat and wooden and or True. like George Lucas too. It was, it was fine. It was fine. Whatever. Well, I also gave it a three because um, of those reasons. And, you know, it, it seemed like the people were having fun with it a little bit. But again, I, I wish I wish we got to see more of Alucard. And I don't know if the studio didn't want it or maybe Lon Chaney was too expensive. I don't know. But I don't know. It, it felt like a waste like I think they should have went back to the drawing board with this one because uh does it really feel like a vampire movie? Does it expand all that? I don't think so. Yeah, right. So yeah. that's true. You could have probably replaced him with any other monster, like with what he did. Yeah, it could have it could have been the mummy. It could have been. It honestly felt more like the mummy movie than it did a Dracula movie. Yeah. Yeah, because there's fire in that one too yeah yeah okay well all right well kind of speaking about that what are your thoughts on cinematography and special effects so i gave it a two um just again because it kind of had that tv movie feel mm -hmm. i do remember now i did i thought it was cool the effect of him going from gas to person and back they did set yeah. up shots where on the same in the same shot he would appear and stuff like that so i thought that was pretty cool um but that was all they did that was all they had yeah then everything else was just like the generic prop gun and fire and they're probably just reusing a set from something else yeah so i wasn't too interested i guess did they show a bat flying around i don't even remember like a bat on the string like floating around i don't think they did mm -mm. Mm, yeah i don't think so yeah, they mostly showed their thing was like shadow. It was like you'd see, you'd see like the room where like there was a fire and someone was all surprised, and then he'd be like outside looking out the window or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, he's kind of just sitting around. It was a lot of after the fact kind of. They wouldn't show the action necessarily. Yeah, which probably goes into the budget of the movie too. All right. Well, I gave it a two and a half, um, but. I agree with a lot of what you said. It's very, very basic, generic. I was very disappointed because when you compare it to the original one, for example, there's really cool sequences with a cart, like a 
or a horse carriage rather. And there's like a boat on this ocean. There's a bat floating around and there's the scenes with him, you know, about to bite people and really interesting camera angles and like close-ups on his eyes. And to me, there really wasn't any of that. Like, I don't remember any close-up of his face. Because if you watch uh, Dracula's Daughter, they kind of recreate what the Bela Lugosi one did. But they also did close-ups on her eyes, you know, kind of showing how she can hypnotize people and stuff. They didn't do that in this one. Mm-mm. In fact, did they do any close-ups? I can't think of any. Um, so I was pretty disappointed with that, especially compared to the other two. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to music. What are your thoughts on musical score or musical sound effects, that sort of thing? So this might be cheating, but if I don't remember it, it gets a two. I don't remember it. So No, no, two. that's fair because you can remember, at least for me, I remember the original Dracula. It's the do, 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 do. You have that music. But again, you don't remember this one, right? Do you remember the mummies music? No. Do, you, do you remember any of them? Yeah. No, I agree too. I gave it I gave it a three just because the scenes where it's showing him being uh, Dracula Alucard, being all menacing and stuff were suspenseful, but you could have used a whole lot more. And more memorable music too. It felt more like you know how nowadays every Marvel movie or whatever has like orchestral type music? There wasn't any like specifically written for the movie type of music. It just felt very, very basic. Right. Kind of safe too. Yeah. So I agree. All right. Well, what is your score then? Kind of tallying that all up and so yeah, the average. It averages out to a two. Um overall. I would not recommend Son of Dracula. I think I'm still being introduced to this era of movies, but there are better ones to spend your time watching. So I think it was fine. If you like, I don't know, if you like this genre or if you like this time period, check it out. But I, I think I would rather watch a couple episodes of The Twilight Zone or something mm. than, than spend time watching this one again. Yeah, it kind of does have the low quality Twilight Zone vibe to it. I agree. Okay. My score is a 2.9, which I'll be rounding to a 3. Uh, would I recommend this? Only if you've seen the other ones. I don't think your average moviegoer will really care about it. And your or- average horror fan, really. I really think if you're a fan of the Universal Monster movies, you should watch it at least once. But if you're going to watch only one, I recommend either Dracula or Daughter of Dracula. Those ones are a lot better telling a vampire story than this one was. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, those are our thoughts on uh, Son of Dracula from 1943. And thanks again for coming on, Hunter. And before we go, why don't you plug your your stuff? Sure. So again, you can find me at on Letterboxd at It's a Good Movie and on Instagram at Hunts Art OK. Um, I don't really post a lot. I need to catch up. I haven't put any of my reviews for these movies on yet. Um, but after, after meeting Leonard Malton, I'm going to start going for the couple sentence reviews. Yeah. I, I think I want to do the same. We, I got this board game that is 
basically how Leonard Maltin writes his reviews. I really like that style a lot. Yeah, that's good. It's really cool. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on and thanks for watching or listening. And uh, new episodes of Really Old Movies are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, and Rumble. All right. Thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. It's my guest, Hunter. Take care, everyone. Thank you.